Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to a special holiday edition of the Must Hear Music podcast. So uh, it's holidays 2015, so whatever that means for you, go for it. Merry, happy, whatever. Uh, I'm sitting here with Aaron Strecker. Hi. And Denise Warner. Hello. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. Too much. <laughs> what? Eh, I'll take it. Yeah, come on. Um, all right, so we've got some, some holiday picks here. We've got... Uh, some Christmas songs and some actually as I'm looking through it's pretty much just Christmas songs but I mean to be honest that's what most holiday music is anyways so uh let's let's dive in with one let's start with uh Miley Cyrus singing Silent Night from the Netflix special A Very Murray Christmas now am I still the only one who watched A Very Murray Christmas yes but I listened to the song Yes, I listened to the song as well and I, some of the other music from the special I did my homework but I've been told that I don't necessarily need to watch A Very Merry Christmas, yeah. which is too bad because I love Christmas specials and I love Christmas music and I love Christmas movies. Yeah, it seemed like it could have been real, something really kind of fun. Isn't and... George Clooney in it? Yep. George Clooney is I in mean, it. I mean, I'm going to watch it because a thing about me is that if you put enough famous people in something, <laughs> I will watch it. I may not like it, but like it's not right. going to be enough to stop me seeing it beforehand. Right. I mean, I, I can't... I don't want to deter anyone from seeing it. If anyone's curious, they should absolutely go for it. Um, what's her name? Sofia Coppola also directed it. You know, she's good and talented and has done great things with Bill Murray. Uh, because Lost in Translation is still one of my favorite movies of all time, and he was robbed of an Oscar, and I realize that's not the point of this podcast, but I needed to get it in no, there. No, it's fine. You know, it's 12 years too late, but, you know, let's let's hop into that discussion. I mean, Sean Penn really... Anyway, continue with Sean Penn the... was really good. It was Mystic River, right? Yes, but all he did was yell a lot, and he was very that's angry, true. and then he won a few years later for Milk, Har- for Milk playing Harvey mm-hmm, Milk, so like... Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if we're gonna just, if we're gonna if we're gonna do this, um, Mr. River, that was the same year that Johnny Depp was nominated and didn't win for Pirates, and it's hard to think about now, twelve years later, when there's been so many of those pirate movies. But he was really, really effing good in that, even though that's not really the kind of movie that the Academy None rewards. None of this has anything to do with the season, guys. So I am grasping this conversation. The season, it the back. season being Oscar season. <laughs> well, yes, that's, that's another that's podcast that we don't do, but you can listen to it on THR. Um. Anyways, so so Bill Murray had a holiday Netflix special. It's pretty much just a bunch of um, f- famous and like indie famous people like sitting around in a hotel bar, 
um, occasionally singing songs. Bill Murray sings quite a bit. Bill Murray is not a singer. I'm, I would not say run out and go watch this. It's not a great special. Um, it's very much of the, the idea that if you like set a bunch of famous people up on screen, like magic will happen. That's not true. And that doesn't happen here. However, Miley Cyrus does come in in a dream sequence at the end and she sings two songs, one of which is Silent Night, and it's fantastic. I mean, Miley, I'm a big supporter of her vocal prowess. Like, when she, and I like her, like, pop antics too, but when she, like, gets down to it, like, she just has an incredible voice. And listening to her sing Christmas songs is just, like, you know, it's a, it's a Christmas treat. It's a candy cane flavored, I don't know. I'm going to sputter out with that. But what do you guys think about it? Yeah, I totally agree. I love Miley's vocals. I mean, listening to this, it made me once again wish that she would just put out a country album. I'm also a fan of her pop antics, but I just feel like any album where her vocals can really be on display would be something I would listen to again and again. Um, Maybe a Christmas album is the way that she goes at some Mm -hmm. point. I'm kind of surprised that during the Hannah Montana year, she didn't put out a Christmas album. Maybe she put out a Christmas song. I don't know, but she never put out a full album. And she should because Silent Night is really great. And I know it wasn't one of your picks, but the other tune was Let Let It Snow. And and that was really fun as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you guys have said it all. Miley has a great voice. I mean, we've heard her sing Jolene. You're right. It would be great if she did a country album. It'd be even better if she did a Christmas album, because obviously, that's what we're here to talk about. And I have like a wish list a mile long of artists that I want to hear sing country music. I'm, I'm sorry, Christmas music, because there's nothing better than like, for me, pop stars or like famous, like current singers doing like old classic Christmas favorites. I just love that. I, you know, that it doesn't get any better. I don't, I, although, and I know we'll get to it, my two picks are like completely new songs and that's rare for me. And like all I want for Christmas is you is like the only non-traditional right. Christmas music that's generally on my um, on my Christmas listening playlist. But yeah, it'd be great if Miley did a whole Christmas album. We'd all love it. There's, what about uh, Pentatonix? Because they've got some new Christmas stuff. Does that make your holiday playlist? Um, you know, I haven't listened yet. Are they singing like traditional songs? Or are they singing like they've, new? They've got a mix of new and traditional. See, I'm I'm actually pretty certain I love Pentatonix. I love the acapella mm. stuff almost as much as Aaron, but probably not quite as much. How come I have to become the nerd on this podcast? Well, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, we could nerd out on something else later. But I do love, I love pentatonics, and I think, like, yeah, I need to give that a listen. So I will, you know. Yeah. Speaking of Pentatonix's Christmas album, if anyone out there is looking for one great track, um, Mary, did you know on, I believe their first one is a fantastic arrangement. So that's not my official pick for this podcast, but it is a pick that you nice. can check out. Well, we're actually, um, by the time this podcast goes up, um, releasing some information about the most streamed uh, Christmas songs on YouTube, and one of them is "Mary Did You Know" by Pentatonix. Well, well, and I, well. I feel like like nearly half of this list of the twenty most streamed Christmas songs are Pentatonix. People like, love people. They have, obviously have their fan base in general, but especially with Christmas music, they really be able. With kids, I was at a, a backstage charity benefit. And the girl from Pentatonix, who, of course, I don't know what her name is because I should have looked it up ahead of time. But she was there and like other famous people were there and 100 percent there were there were kids there who were like doing a kids singing thing. 
all they cared about was pentatonics. Like their YouTube covers are really good. Less about any other famous person. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think I think pentatonics is great, and somehow not a selection on this podcast right now. Well, they don't. I think we talked about them last year. We did talk about them last year. No, we definitely. I remember. I think we all did this one last year. With the the late great departed Jason Lipschitz, who's <laughs> yeah. not dead, he who's just doesn't. Alive. He's alive. He just doesn't work here anymore. Um, I think he was a very much a Bieber stan in yeah, that. Yeah. I hope I'm not defaming him right now. No, we were trying to pick new songs this year that have come out in mm-hmm. 2015. So that's why that happened. Yeah. Um, all right, but let's listen to it. We've got Miley Cyrus doing Silent Night. It's from the Netflix special. It's also on YouTube. A Very Merry Christmas. Silent night, holy night, shepherds quake at the sight. All right, that's Miley Xmas. Uh, let's keep it in the new realm and do a Denise pick. We've got Fetty Wap doing a song called Merry Christmas. Okay. If you listen to it, which you will, because we'll play it for you in a bit, it does definitely sound a lot like Trap Queen, which <laughs> isn't necessarily a problem. Who's the featured person on it? Monty? Oh, is there? I didn't even... I, maybe I'm making this up. I thought there was a featured person. It doesn't matter. I can look it up. But yeah. um, Fetty Wap's Merry Christmas. It's a great like non-traditional song. And if you like Trap Queen or if you like any of his other rap music... You'll like this song. It's just something to put on if you're looking for something that's not like Silent Night or whatever else people listen to the day of. It's just a fun, you know, a fun little track that he just put out. It's fun, but when I was first listening to it, I kind of got like, it seemed like a little bit like an SNL skit. Like, what if like 2015's <laughs> biggest singer, Fetty Wap, put out a Christmas track? This is what it would sound like. And then everyone would kind of laugh because like, as you said, it does kind of sound like Let's be honest. One of the best songs of 2015, Trap Queen. Yes. Um, it really didn't work for me. I don't know. I it, it felt almost too jokey, and like there's definitely like a knowing wink to a lot of Christmas music. Mm-hmm. But for this, it felt just like a bit over the top, and I couldn't really get into the tune, like the the music behind it. So I don't know that I would necessarily play this. It would not make Air, the Aaron Christmas playlist. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Wow. Um, I I liked it a lot. I thought, you're right, it it sounds like Trap Queen. I mean, a lot of, I I really like Fetty Wap. One of the criticisms of his debut album, though, was that like, oh, they all sound like Trap Queen. But 
Whatever. It's a good sound. He's got his own thing going. When you figure out what works for you, you run with it and go. <laughs> yeah, and I like like his song again, this one. It's like sweet. It's like a sweet romantic sort of thing. Like he's talking about like showering gifts on his girl. Um, and it's also got like just this great off rhyme thing, which are like my favorite kind of rhymes where he makes Santa Claus rhyme with amateurs, like Santa Claus amateurs. It's just incredible. It's the Jersey accent coming out yeah, in him. Yeah, it's so, it's so perfect. Like, wait, can we just pause really quick, though? Like, naturally, Joe, anyone who doesn't know, Joe loves puns, is obsessed with them. Yeah. And so it's just funny to me that the thing that you sing a lot of the song is, like, the, the, the wordplay that... Mm. Um, the wordplay, yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's a big part of hip-hop, you know? Yeah. Wordplay making two words that don't actually rhyme suddenly rhyme. It's an, incre- it's an incredible gift, you know? And you have it. Mm, not in the hip-hop context. Well, but... in the pun context. Thanks, guys. Aw, happy holidays, happy holidays to everyone. <laughs> that was my gift to you, that <laughs> praise. I'm as red as a Christmas bulb, or is that what you call them? Yes. Just like the bulbs on the tree. I don't know. Ornaments? Ornaments. Christmas light? Whatever, never mind. <laughs> let's let's listen to it. So Fetty Wap song's called Merry Christmas. Alright, that was Fetty Wap. Uh let's do Carly. Carly Rae Jepsen's Christmas song. She did a cover of Wham's last Christmas, which has been I think we might have even maybe maybe we talked about the Glee one at some point on this podcast. Maybe I'm not. sure I brought it up at some point. Yeah, you probably mentioned it at some point. But so this is your pick, Aaron. So what what do you think? Yeah, I mean last Christmas I think is just a great Christmas track. It kind of plays into already my favorite kind of music in general, which are songs that sound happy um, musically, but then when you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics are really sad. Mm -hmm. And I I think all the great pop songs, that's what they do. I think ABBA did this really well. And I think Last Christmas is a great example of a song like that. Um, For Carly Rae's version of it, truthfully, like it doesn't sound that different from the original. It kind of sounds like exactly like Carly going into into a karaoke bar and singing the Wham version. Um, But it's a great song. And as anyone who listened to Carly's um, recent album, Emotion, knows she's really into the 80s right now. And it definitely like this version definitely sounds at home on that album. It obviously wasn't. Um, but I like kind of like the synth sound at the beginning and, you know, she slows it down a little bit and I don't know, it's just a really great, fun, fun cover of a great Christmas song. So it was fun to listen to. Carly Rae is definitely, she's a big favorite around the Billboard office. Totally. She's, I think she's a big favorite among most music critics, um, pop music critics, expe- mm-hmm. especially she's definitely underrated. Um, she's great. She has a good voice. She has a good sound. And this is just another fun thing to add to her pantheon or her oeuvre of work or whatever that's actually kind of redundant what I just said but you know everyone's everyone should have a Christmas song I think and this is a good one for her and you're right it doesn't sound too much different than Wham but it doesn't need to you don't need to necessarily as we said earlier when you when you get on what works you stick with it yeah and exactly and 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 Bringing it back to what I said, too, it's that, you know, it's fun when you hear, like, a, a pop singer taking on these, like, older songs, like, covering them. Like, people love covers, obviously. Like, Joe, you wrote an essay about cover albums that's coming mm-hmm. out on Billboard.com. So it's just, it's it's a fun one. I liked it. I, I'm going to, but. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Let's 
say I'm a little chillier on this song. Um, I like it. I, I kind of, for what you guys said, the reason that I'm not crazy about it is that it, it sounds like pretty much exactly like the original. And it does, it sounds like she kind of just like karaoke'd it. So that's, that's all I mean is li- while listening to it, I was like, oh, I like this. But like, I would never put it on a playlist, a holiday playlist. Because if I did, I would just put on the original. There's no no need to re- replace or even augment the original. But it's like the gr- it's it, the gree. It's like the glee versions of songs. Like it's just other people covering That's, it. No, it's you still, know? it's fun to listen to, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I, I get your point. And if, if, if the theme emerging from this podcast is would we put this song on a holiday playlist or not, it would mm-hmm. not make the Joe Lynch playlist. That's right. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I would maybe appreciate something more with it. Cause also like what you said, like she's doing eighties with this song. But it's like the song came out in the 80s, so the original already is the 80s. Like maybe we needed the 2015 pop version or a disco version or I don't, I don't know. Okay, uh, side note for projects for next year, any artist listening, a disco version of Last Christmas is a tune I will definitely spend $1.29 on iTunes 100%. on. Yeah. Oh, you've got my money too. We should start that campaign. Great, yes, perfect. Let's start a Kickstarter <laughs> for it. We just need to get, make an artist do it we need to get someone with talent to do it do lady it? gaga would do it she's Ooh. been a little bit disco lately lady gaga mm. could do it i could see that yeah she's, right, i'm great. surprised she hasn't had a christmas album right and when she she the first year she got big had the i believe it was called christmas tree for the amazon mm-hmm. one which was like her goofy sexy like se- very sexual mm-hmm. um christmas tune but yeah especially with her whole like going back to the classics cheek to cheek era Although she's done, she, never mind. She does Christmas specials, so she's right. done she like White Christmas. Specials. She's there's a bunch of Christmas songs if you go on YouTube that she's mm-hmm. done versions of. Um, actually, in other picks, her White Christmas is fantastic. All right, and okay. she sings a special bonus verse. So we should not have opened that Lady Gaga Pandora's box. Yep, with you. sorry. <laughs> let's let's wrap it. Let's so, and so scene. moving on. <laughs> um, all right, but let's listen to Carly Rae Jepsen covering Last Christmas. All right, that was Carly Rae, as in Jepsen, doing Last Christmas. Next up, let's do Denise's other pick. We've got Katy Perry, a song she did for H&M called Every Day is a Holiday. Uh, it is typoed on her YouTube channel. She has every day is one word. In this context, it should be two words. But uh, so sorry, Katy. We just want to point so that Katie out. So Katy Perry Vivo people, Katy Perry Vivo that. people, you need to put a space in between every and day. Otherwise... <laughs> Great job with this song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's on her official Vivo account because we were debating yesterday whether I could include this. And um, we decided yes, since it's on her account and it's a whole two minutes. It is an ad for H&M. I hope she releases it as an actual song because it's kind of the perfect, frothy, fun, Katy Perry, just gooey pop song like mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of um birthday yes which is one of my favorite Katy perry songs i really liked birthday on prism it was one of my favorites i love that song a lot again underrated not that she is underrated but i just thought that song i i'm surprised it didn't hit number one i'm surprised like you mm-hmm. know she kind of fell off in the number one hits even though like mm-hmm. Anyway, birthday, great song. Every day's a holiday. Super fun. Super Katy Perry. And like I said, again, like I said before, again, 
um, you know, I'm usually more of a traditional holiday song. Like if it's even if it's, you know, Twisted Sister covering Oh Come All You Faithful, like I like that stuff over the, you know, the new songs. But I really liked this song. I thought it was fun. And if it's ever available for purchase, like Aaron said, they have my dollar twenty nine. I yeah I I loved it and I was I went into this being like uh it's a it's a new holiday song for a H and M commercial I was like this is gonna be the dumbest thing but it's like so much fun it's so fun and it's surprisingly and it's good really catchy yeah, yeah. And it's like like she put I feel like as much effort into this song as like an album track mm-hmm, on exactly. Prism so it's it's good like I want this to be like an actual purchasable like song yeah so dear katie perry all we want for christmas is a full version of every day is a holiday and the and the video is really fun too it's like her dancing with gingerbread men you know it's like the whole uh teenage dream tour it's a it's a christmas version of katie perry Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree when i heard this i definitely thought teenage dream when i saw the video i thought teenage dream and speaking of someone who liked teenage dream it's no surprise that i totally agree with you guys yeah um it's just you know a great frothy pop tune and definitely, like it, the, definitely the the Christmas song Katy Perry should have recorded, mm-hmm. and she did kind of. So she just needs to kind of finish it. Right, exactly. It needs like thirty, maybe forty more seconds, and then boom, boom, you're done, Katy. Release into the world. Yeah, straight to the top of the Christmas, Christmas chart. Mariah Carey, watch your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, so Katy Perry, every day is a holiday. Uh, let us listen to that. All right, that's a Katy Perry song for Christmas and for making you buy clothes. Uh, let's which is what the season is yeah, all which about. Actually, yeah, is like the most Christmassy thing possible. Um, so yeah, so let's. I wonder how her dad feels about that because her dad is a preacher. So I assume he's all like, "Christmas is about Jesus, not buying things and selling." Blah blah blah. Like uh-huh. I think that ship has sailed between them a long time ago, yeah. though. Yeah. You think they're just like they're like agree to disagree on life. She's spoken about how she, that that is basically her relationship with her parents, where she gets along with them, and that mm-hmm. they I mean, agree to disagree about that stuff. She has like whipped cream coming out of her breasts on the regular. I, I think right. they've the reconciled. H&M, the H and M commercial is not the one that's going to push her parents <laughs> over the edge. They've yeah. totally reconciled their you know faith with her image. Or they don't talk, but I think they have. I like, think, yeah, I think they actually yeah. do talk. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, well, good for that. I, I would be very curious to see what that Christmas is like. Um, if I, if, well, actually, it's a good question. If you could be a fly on the wall of any musician celebrity Christmas, whose would it be? Actually, I, I switch it Mariah Carey because I, I just want to see what craziness she does. For you mean kids. like you want to be sitting in on their I want to I want to be family? sitting and they're not aware that I'm there. <laughs> okay. I'm watching. You you want like an unfiltered yes. view of what it's like to spend Christmas mm-hmm. with? Hmm. Mariah is a really good answer because I bet it's over the top and fabulous. Mm-hmm. I'm also very curious. I'm just going to keep it basic. I want to know Britney Spears' Christmas and I want to know Gaga's Christmas. But I think Mariah would be more interesting than both of them. Yeah, once you have kids in the mix, that's, then it's just kind you know. of, yeah. This is a really tough question because I think, like, if you, I, I want to see something really screwed up. So I'm thinking, <laughs> like, 
you know, what what musicians are going to just have like crazy holidays and why isn't anything coming to mind? Like, let's go with like Keith Richards or Mick Jagger. Like, what are they doing on like the holidays? Not to say that they're screwed up. I just mean yeah. like they would be it would be an interesting look at what it's like to be a rock star around the holidays. Like, do they celebrate? Do they have a tree? Like, what's their deal? It's like love, actually. Oh, it's exactly <laughs> like love, actually. Are they so really, sitting alone? Sad. They wish they could spend their Christmas with someone. Yeah. And they're just with their manager in their flat watching porn, apparently. Mm-hmm. OK, that is from the movie. That is a joke from the movie. <laughs> I just watched it and it's a horror movie i've decided but it I, is it's I a really bad movie that movie i didn't always but now as i get older i'm like wow this is really terrible it's i think so people should save their rage for something that isn't the love actually christmas movie no i mean i have no, a lot of rage a worthy target but i think like <laughs> i have a lot of rage but i think it it deserves the rage that it gets it glorifies like a stalker it mm-hmm. um perpetuates this idea that women have expiration dates because if you think about it the only and I know we're way off topic here but the only women who are happy at the end are like the young the young ones Kira Knightley's character the Portuguese waitress housekeeper mm-hmm. um who he falls in love with even though he can't speak he a can't word speak to her to, yeah so. exactly that's, that's, that's a positive thing it's a Christmas movie yeah it, it is but there's you know better Christmas movies out there, so I wish it would stop being so. See, adored. that's that's why you're you're that's why the problem is. It's not the movie. It's just that you don't like that it's moved up to like the number one. Yeah, Christmas I mean, and right. listen, I, when I first saw it when I was nineteen, I loved it because you know that was still my future. I was nineteen, but now as an almost thirty-two year old, I'm like I'm like the Laura Linney's Emma Thompson characters, mm-hmm. like who get the shaft. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, sorry to derail. Speaking it's, of it's all, a Joni Mitchell Christmas related. album, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was actually it wasn't a Christmas album. It was I'm, no, but, I'm, I'm I'm proposing a Joni Mitchell Christmas album. I'm trying to tie it back. Sure, to, sure, yeah. If to, she ever, yeah. Yeah. good, good job, Aaron. Good job. Bringing trying, us I was, back. Gosh, I was trying. Um, all right. Well, let's let's wait. God, do we even toss to that song? So no, let's listen to. Or no, wait, we did. We did. We, we, we talked, okay. Yeah. Whoa. Um, too much, too much eggnog, right, guys? Um, I'm just kidding. We'd be like clearing our throats every other second if we were drinking eggnog. Um, all right, let's listen to uh, or talk about one of Aaron's picks, which is kind of a horrifying pick. So you brought a <laughs> bare naked ladies song to this podcast. Allow uh, me to explain. This is a vi- so this is a song from Christmas past. We should just make it clear to all the listeners, right? Because someone, um, Joe Lynch, told me that we could pick one new song and one like and underrated thing, Christmas song of the past. That but is I true. was the only one who did that. So now yep, I just look like true. I didn't follow instructions Pretty when, in much, fact, yeah. I actually did exactly. Okay. So I am not a Bare Naked Ladies fan. I really don't know where this came from. It was on some kind of holiday comp Like, the Bare Naked Ladies have a Christmas album, but this song was also on some kind of compilation album that my mom has growing up. Um, Is it called, like, A Very Bare Naked Christmas or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't defend this too much. <laughs> I'm just saying, and I don't like the album, but this song, it's a really, um, I, honestly, I even forget what the title is. Is it God uh, Rest You Merry Gentlemen? God Rest You Merry Gentlemen slash We Three Kings. Slash We Three Kings, and, yeah, and it's with Sarah McLaughlin as well. Again, I don't know where this came from. It kind of proves that every artist does a Christmas album eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I think it's really different, and I think a lot of Christmas songs... No matter who's doing them, they they it's rare that they are different in any way or yeah. in any memorable way. And this one is just has a t- has a really 
I don't know, really unique music behind it, really different beat. And I don't know, it's just really, really catchy. Like, I think one day I was just listening to the album because that was apparently something I did. <laughs> and this tune just got stuck in my head and I would listen to it like even in non-December months. So I don't know. It just, it's, it's weird. I'm, I'm certainly not saying it's not, but it's catchy and I like it and it makes me happy. I, those are all great reasons. I actually, so I was horrified when I saw this, but honestly, yeah, you're right. Like it is like very listenable. There's, I like what they did with it. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't not sound like Bare Naked Ladies, but it's definitely more like stripped down. And like the, the way they're playing the acoustic guitar has this like very, like when he strums it or whoever's strumming it, whatever studio musician, or maybe they're playing it. I don't know. Um, but it has this very like open ringing sound that's like kind of pleasing. That reminds me of like, it's not Cajun, but it is like a vaguely like, you know like down south louisiana based sort of thing i don't know it's it's pretty good so i actually <laughs> despite my initial reaction i was like yeah this is, this is all right would this make the joe lynch holiday playlist to kind of like shock the guests um god that's a good question i'm gonna say the the jury's still out on that fair well it makes my playlist and then i'll lie when people ask what it is yes and sarah mclaughlin does sound really good on it her voice sounds excellent so. there are a lot of things to like about the song so there, there's a lot to recommend it so but let's let's let the viewers at home our listeners and maybe they're not at home they're probably out christmas shopping or you know sleigh riding Booz- boozing it up we boozing can only it hope up. yeah um anyways let's listen to it so it's bare naked ladies with sarah mclaughlin uh god rest ye merry gentlemen slash we three kings god rest ye merry gentlemen let nothing you dismay Remember Christ our Savior was born upon this day To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray What tidings have come Alright, next and last, uh, this is one of my picks And this is another one that I actually have mixed feelings about But it is Cassie Ramon, who used to be of Vivian Girls uh, A very, very in and popular Brooklyn indie group uh, she has a Christmas album out, and one of the songs is of Darlene Love's very classic, very iconic Christmas Baby Please Come Home song, which is, I mean, other in terms of, like, less, I mean, it, okay, so it's from the 60s, Christmas Baby Please Come Home, but it's still, I still consider it, like, a newer Christmas song compared to, like, ones that are 150 years old. So I feel like of that bunch, it's, like, the best. Like, I even like it more than the Mariah Carey Christmas song shocking yeah i know that is a shocker but anyway so it's like it's one of those songs that when you cover it you are never going to do it better than the original there's just absolutely no way that's going to happen um but cassia ramon uh covered it and put it on her album and it's kind of this like lo-fi like indie jangly version of it and i'm not in love with all the songs on her christmas album but i like what she did with this i like that she did something totally different with it is she singing on a big vocal song and I like that she's you know she's not like the world's strongest vocalist so she's de-emphasizing the fact that it's this powerhouse song and focusing more on like um the jangly kind of like mix of uh you know like basement or garage instrumentation uh and I like 
what she did with it. So I think it's a really interesting reinterpretation. It's like worth worth some time. What what did you think? Yeah, I really liked it as well. I don't think that I was familiar with the original. Um, it wasn't a Christmas song I, I was uh, aware of. So this was my first time hearing it. But I really like it. Like you said, I really liked the banjo folksy sound. It kind of sounded like, and I'm aware it wasn't, but like the music of, if you ever listen to like the OC Christmas comic CD, like the songs that would come up on the OC, which is that folksy indie sound. But they have mm-hmm. like Sufjan Stevens doing a Christmas track and like a couple others and I heard this and I was like oh that's where that belongs which is a good thing I liked I like that kind of version of music and it's certainly not what you typically hear with Christmas songs so it's nice to bring something else to you know the holiday playlist yeah I mean there's a whole like that you know Sufjan has like a series of holiday I think EPs and eventually put on an album and Bright Eyes did a Christmas album which it's actually kind of annoying. Like I, I used to, I still like Bright Eyes. I you just don't like the Christmas person who you were. And I like gave it to my mom, and she was like, "Wow, this is really whiny and annoying." And I listened to it again, and I was like, "Huh, you're actually right. Like this is annoying. I don't know why I thought you would like this." Um, but anyways, so but this is pretty good. So it's Cassie Ramon uh, covering Darlene Love, uh, "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home." All right, and that's all we got for this year's holiday podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you have an excellent time. I hope you get presents that you want or give presents that don't re- get regifted. Um, if it's cold, I'm jealous of you. It's very warm in New York right now, and I wish we had a, a you know a, a chillier, whiter Christmas. But uh, that's just you know thanks to global warming, that's not in the cards these days. Um, but but yeah. Uh, anyways, thanks, Aaron, for joining. Thanks, thanks to Denise. Thanks for that global <laughs> warning reference. Who Denise had to run out to do some last-minute Christmas shopping. Um, Santa's helper. <laughs> she really is Santa's helper. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Have a good holiday, and we'll see you in 2016 for a, a year-end wrap-up podcast. So we'll see you later. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.